Forgiveness with God's grace. Today's scripture. Matthew 18, 21-22. Then Peter approached him and asked, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? As many as seven times. I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus replied, but seventy times seven. Bible in a year, Deuteronomy 26-27, Mark 14, 27-53. In your own experience, what conditions allowed you to forgive? The ability to forgive was learned through the Holy Spirit, I did not want to forgive until I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. The true ability to forgive others is not a human trait, nor is it something you are born with, it is a gift of God. God's love for me and you is taught through Scripture and as we absorb the Word and ingest the power thereof we will learn how God wants us to react to all situations, but without knowing God and having His Spirit in my heart I would not be able to forgive. Elie Wiesel, a Holocaust survivor, speaks of forgiveness based on the Jewish faith. He says, in the Jewish tradition there are two kinds of forgiveness. One that God can give, and the other is that man can give. There are certain things that men do to each other that God does not intervene. The one sin he cannot forgive, does not want to forgive, and is the one I commit against a fellow human being. Only that fellow human being has the right to forgive me. However it has limitations. If I ask that person three times and that person says no, then the blame is on him or her and then they have to ask for forgiveness for not forgiving. What are your thoughts on this point of view about forgiveness? In situations like the Holocaust or other genocide events that have happened in the world today it is caused by anger and pure hate for others. Being angry with someone is one thing, but hatred for others is another. When I drive my automobile and someone acts aggressively towards me I might have a brief moment of anger, but I don't hate them or desire to harm them. In the case of the Holocaust, Hitler hated the Jew, and even today the Jew is a very much disliked people. Jesus tells us they hated him first, please be aware they just weren't angry at Jesus, oh no, they hated Jesus. And their hatred led to his crucifixion and death. So the Jew is still hated by many countries and people today. The conflict of religion is the main issue. The Jew is believing the Jehovah God, while the Arab or Muslim believes in Allah the God. The Mideast runs deep with tribal hatreds and constant conflict. If you believe in God or a higher power, what do you believe God's point of view about forgiveness is? He goes on to say that, some persons do not deserve forgiveness, and those are really the people who went beyond the capacity for evil. To be forgiven the culprit must confess, and ask for forgiveness. There are many that continue and struggle with understanding the Holocaust and they urge us not to forget. Yet even with the ravages of the concentration camps of World War II and the lessons learned, genocide continues today, in this generation, in Darfur and recently in Sierra Leone and Rwanda. Human holocausts and genocides are by far the most devastating results of the expression of the human ego mind. These are the ultimate manifestations of all human fear-based lies, the most destructive one being, they are not me, and they are not divine. All justifications and rationalizations for war, and ethnic and racial cleansings start from this one belief. Once we make that agreement, we feel empowered to attack those we perceive to be other because they are dangerous. It does not matter what concept we use as the basis for our justifications. All justifications for the torture, enslavement or death of another race, ethnic or religious group are based in fear. Reverend James Forbes speaks eloquently about the notion that, 
At some point there has to be the movement beyond the fixation that by my holding this, act of violence, abuse, slavery, genocide, in my mind in some way I am going to improve the situation or reverse the situation or show adequate atonement for the situation. These offenses can never be adequately atoned even if we stayed up all night saying, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. And then get another group to pick up where you left off. It is not possible to achieve by being watchful in anger and revenge. What the soul is longing for. What the soul wishes is peace. Some people believe that if they stop feeling anger towards the person or people who hurt them this makes them not responsible for their crimes. Is this true? No, criminals are guilty as long as they have not confronted the party or parties they hurt or caused injustice against. In many cases, like genocide, or the Holocaust, it did not matter if the people that were killed and hurt forgave and wanted to go on with their lives, the world system wanted justice, and the perpetrators were found and brought to trial, and in many cases they were put to death as their punishment. As we had said earlier, the guilty party, or parties could seek forgiveness and could have received it, but because of the crime and injustice that was committed they still had to face the world courts for war crimes and genocide. For all this they had no choice of forgiveness. You know scientists around the world are now looking at the relationship between forgiveness and well-being. Research has shown that forgiving people are less aware of being offended and hurt by others and have lower blood pressure. When people are asked to recall a situation where they experienced a sense of betrayal, their blood pressure increases. For those who hold grudges, their blood pressure remains elevated for quite a while after they have a painful thought. Most reactions to this research agree that anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, bad memories, and stressful situations, can be the cause of, and the root to bad health. It can also cause many other problems. You cannot go around angry, full of hate, despising others and not expect to have some sort of physical reaction. If holding on to resentment causes harmful internal effects to your physical body, do you think it wise to use the actions of others to hurt yourself physically? How does that resolve the pain of their actions for you? Is it worth using these old stories to make yourself sick in the present when the injustice is no longer happening now? New Yorkers are divided on whether or not there should be a garden of forgiveness in New York City on or near Ground Zero. The concept of such a garden was put forth by Reverend Lyndon Harris from St. Paul's Chapel located next to Ground Zero. He shared. What we hope to do is present a meditation garden where people can come and at least reflect on the possibility of forgiveness. By that we don't mean that we in any way excuse horrific acts by evil people. We don't in any way condone acts of violence or terrorism. What we want to do is invite people to decide intentionally to opt out of that cycle of violence and revenge. Now, some say that if we do not forgive, and instead take revenge, then we are no better than the terrorists. This becomes a game of words. Revenge, in this case carries the wrong meaning, yet retaliation against the enemy is instead declared an act of war. We have the right to defend ourselves. Forgiveness is that which is afforded to the victims' families and those that suffered direct harm, war and defending ourselves is protecting the innocent. Many people feel that it is possible to feel safe, protect our country, forgive, and have compassion, and it is not necessary to cultivate prejudge, hate and anger to do so. I can consider this thought as a way of dealing with global terrorism. It comes down to the meaning of protecting through declared war or revenge for aggression. Revenge is a meaning of, doing unto others what they have done to you. 
Whereas war is an act of defense, in this case the other party or country declared war against us when they attacked New York's Twin Towers on September 11, 2001. I really do not require an apology for war, even God understands the acts of war. We are fighting a religious belief that is against our God and Jesus. They want to kill us because of our belief, that's the reason for the terrorism, I feel we are physically fighting Satan's aggression of evilness. Alexandra Sully suggests that, people have their own journey to make. I think the Garden of Forgiveness may act as a trigger or reminder that if we're going to go a road to peace, we do have to cross that bridge. We do have to take the bridge to forgiveness. It is said that we don't forgive others easily, we don't forgive ourselves easily. Do you find it easy to forgive yourself for your own transgressions, and then how can we have compassion for others, when we don't even have compassion for ourselves, or do we act with compassion towards ourselves? Forgiveness and compassion is given to those that will accept it. We as a nation, in most cases, do not seek revenge nor do we hold a grudge against our fellow man. We in general are a peaceful people that live life in freedom, making decisions in life that guide us, as individuals. Our government is not a dictating government that requires to know our every move. But it would be foolish of me to look back historically and not see the injustices that have come against us in the acts of terror and war. We as a nation reacted to this aggression in self-defense. Yes, it is God who forgives us through His amazing grace, of which, we do not deserve. I believe and trust my soul and spirit into His hands, because I know that He loves me, and you so much, that He gave His Son on an old rugged cross, 2000 plus years ago. Jesus paid with His life and precious blood was shed for the payment of sin. Not only my sin, but the sin of the entire world. Every sin that ever was committed, or ever will be committed. Believing in Jesus' death, burial and resurrection gives me eternal life. He said in John 14 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again, and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. We can believe this and put trust in this truth, for He is able and willing to gather us together for redemption and it is God's pleasure to save us and give us His kingdom. He forgives us and we must forgive others, and we do. Forgiveness is an act of love, but it does not mean war and distress will not come against us. It came against Jesus and it will come against us. Our country will defend its citizens against all the evil dictators in the world and all the Bin Ladens in the world will have to realize that we are born of the Spirit, and we love those regardless but will defend our beliefs and will not just lay down and die.